welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. So today, Tracy, we thought it'd be really interesting to talk about who actually is entering the field of divorce coaching, because you've been around the profession a bit longer than I have. So I think I'd like you to start kind of talking about maybe what the progression's been, what you've seen. Yeah, Deb, thanks so much. Um, So I've been a certified divorce coach for some time and also have had the opportunity to work in running the mentor and peer coaching program in the CDC certified divorce coaching program, which uh, has been primarily one of the largest certifying bodies out there. And I've been certified uh, for some time now, and I have absolutely seen a change in sort of the composition of individuals who have uh, been looking to enter the field and get credentialed and certified to do such. And I think, you know, one of the most important things to sort of look at that is, as it is a relatively new profession within the certifying world, um, there were people who were practicing in the role as divorce coaches prior to that, right? There's divorce has been going on for a long time and uh, for centuries, in fact, where individuals have been getting divorced, right? So there's obviously been a need that's been out there for some time where individuals have been engaging in uh, the divorce process. So what we've seen historically of those individuals who are first entering the field or practicing as divorce coaches, even before there was certifying bodies to help credential, were individuals typically who had a personal experience with divorce, right? Who weren't necessarily trained within the divorce field, um, but based upon their experience, felt that they really wanted to have an impact and change for individuals experiencing what they went through. And uh, some of those individuals had a background in coaching and or just really wanted to expand their practice and reach individuals who they felt that they could have an impact. Um, But we've seen a change in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we really have. And, um, you know, I think before it became more formalized, right? What we saw were more divorce BFFs, I'll call them, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of divorce support. And it wasn't necessarily in the coaching framework. Yes, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of moved from your divorce support BFF, somebody who had an experience who, um, in some, in some worlds, they would call that a sage, right? That, that sage approach I've done it. I'm going to share my wisdom with you, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which there is so much value to, but it also comes with the filter of your own experience. And so what we've seen is adding the coaching framework on top of that. And then even further expanding, which is where you and I sit very firmly, which is in the alternative dispute resolution world. And that's where I think we're seeing a lot of 
transition. You know, I was just looking over the latest class roster in the CDC program and about 30% or so of the people coming in actually are already practicing as family law attorneys or have a profession or working in the mediation world. So they're actually working in the divorce world and want to take that alternative dispute resolution process even further down to the individual instead of more in the court system. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that a lot of this is related to the change we're seeing within the divorce space, right? Mm -hmm. That individuals do have a choice now, right? Before there was that sort of knee-jerk reaction, I want to get a divorce, hire an attorney, serve my spouse, engage in an adversarial court process. So, as the as we see in the country in the United States, more specific states moving to support an alternative dispute resolution process, that there is a a, a, a need a, a a pathway a road for individuals to be able to explore what their options are. So then we're seeing individuals right coming to this who have been practicing in the family law space or in the alternative dispute resolution space as it relates to family needs, most specifically the dissolution of marriage, that there are alternatives and and to be able to sort of expand their practice, perhaps because they're passionate about the process of alternative dispute resolution, or for myself as an alternative dispute resolution professional who entered the field of divorce coaching pretty early on, that there, there needs to be change, right? And, and as a professional working in this space to be able to expand my practice and support clients in the best way possible. Yeah. And, you know, I think that another group we see is attorneys that started out in family law. Mm-hmm. And what they found was that the business of what they were doing really didn't align with their values. Yeah. Yes. You know, they saw that in, in order to um, hold up their code of ethics of zealously advocating for their client, they were doing damage to families. And that just that was not within their character. When they went to sleep at night, they didn't feel good about it. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, it just wasn't consistent with their values. And after a few years of doing that, um, to quote one of my recent mentees, it felt icky. Mm -hmm. It just, they would go to work in the morning and feel, you know, they'd leave at the end of the day and feel dirty. Yeah, just yeah, it didn't, it didn't resonate. It wasn't resonating with where they were hoping to see their clients, right? What their right. values are. And it is, it's, it's, you know, that adversarial process is icky. icky. <laughs> it doesn't feel so good, right? And yeah. yes, there's, there's rules for every professional within the divorce space. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also recognize and we see within the divorce coaching field and the people that are entering that field, uh, that there are opportunities to support clients more holistically, right? To take a, 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 a 
more expansive approach in the work that they're doing, which the field of divorce coaching allows individuals to do, right? So in the legal space, you know, their job is to give legal advice. Yet we know that lots of clients are bringing their emotional stuff to that process. And we know the emotional management of the process and the business side of the divorce process totally impact one another. So in, in saying that, right, we're seeing attorneys who, who want to support clients emotionally, but that's not their role as attorneys, right? right? So it's not even just in addition to not resonating with their values. It's also, I think, for a lot of attorneys wanting to be able to support clients in a space in which uh, professionally they can. And that's, I think, one of the reasons we are seeing more attorneys uh, Mm -hmm. enter the, the space to become credentialed and certified divorce coaches. And we've also seen, you know, more than just, you know, the divorce professionals, the parenting coordinators, the mediators, the GALs, the paralegals who are interested in expanding their practice by working in uh, the divorce coaching space. We're also seeing a lot of other professionals, the facility Mm -hmm. communication professionals, you know, the, the support professionals, the pastoral counselors, the mental health counselors, the therapists, um, sort of also kind of engaging in this space. Right. Right. The other thing I think that we are identifying is, so we've, we've slowly made this shift to, from litigation to mediation. And I, now I think what we're identifying is that mediation is a kinder, gentler process, but can we take it a step further? If that individual coming into mediation is even better prepared, can mediation be an enhanced process? Right. Which is, yeah. And that's where divorce coaching comes in is working with the individual even before they go to that alternative dispute resolution process. Yeah. Again, that even can be a better experience for the couple. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, it's like we're sort of navigating. Well, the the legal system is sort of navigating this a, a little blindly, right? We're trying to make efforts that people do not become financially bankrupt by their divorce or emotionally bankrupt from their divorce, and trying to step aside from that adversarial process and putting the power back to the individuals, and which is awesome. And I applaud. I applaud the mediation model across the states for the dissolution of marriage. But exactly what you said, Deb, also now people are saying, okay, all right, I can mediate and that's great. But now what the hell do I do? Right. But if I come in screaming and I vomit on the table, even mediation is still not going to be a, it's still not going to be a a holistic process. It's still not going to be as kind and gentle to still use those words that we really like. Mm -hmm. Um, We can do even more to minimize the damage to the family. Absolutely. We can prepare the individuals then when they go into the room. And I think that's a lot of what you're focusing on in that specialty training where you do pre-mediation divorce coaching. Yeah, that seven week program where we specifically train divorce coaches Mm -hmm. to help individuals get ready to go to mediation so that they can show up prepared 
to mm-hmm. negotiate, to develop proposals, to use the language, right? Right. To have a flexible mindset, to yes. have their emotional management process in check so that, you know, again, not being able to use the mediation room or the negotiation table for the same things often people seek in the court process, which is that emotional justice mm-hmm. or or revenge or release of their anger and frustration or fears. Right. So, you know, I think that is, I think we're circling back to why are we seeing a lot of these professionals now come to the practice of divorce coaching. And I think it's because we're seeing the root of the root of making the process better for everybody is the individual. Absolutely. It's not the court system. Yes, It's not the alternative dispute resolution process. It starts with the mindset of the individual mm-hmm. and helping them not feel afraid, right? A lot of conflict comes out of fear. We talk about that in divorce conflict coaching. And so understanding what they're about to enter into, feeling confident about the decisions they're going to make, feeling Mm -hmm. like they have a good handle on managing their emotions. Mm -hmm. And we're realizing that the root of all of this starts at the individual. And that's where divorce coaching comes in. Yeah. And, and the interest, right. So uh, kind of also a little different than other uh, professional spaces within divorce, divorce coaches sort of look at that entire continuum, right? So ideally, ideally, right, we would love to see clients enter into the process well before they've you know, hired the attorney or engaged in the certified divorce financial analyst to be able to work with a professional, a divorce coach, and sort of navigating that. And and divorce coaches do cover the entire continuum of that process, right? We see clients entering in and the should I or shouldn't I get divorced, right? Weighing the Mm -hmm. pros and cons, not necessarily in a therapeutic sense, but in a real concrete action oriented way, right? Right. What are, what are their values? Where's their personal happiness? What are the steps that they are willing to do to be able to achieve that? So starting from there all the way through, right. to I think I want to get divorced now. What do I do? What process is best for me? How do I get myself organized and prepared as well as emotionally processing uh, the, the thought of divorce to responding to a divorce action, right? Where there's that, uh, immediate reactionary process, right. To, mm-hmm. to hopefully address those issues in terms of minimizing conflict and setting tone all the way to the other end of the continuum of now I'm divorced and transitioning and recovery of that process, perhaps not being stuck in the divorce story, as well as establishing effective and healthy co-parenting relationships even, even I know this is going to sound crazy, but even with high conflict individuals, right? right. So there are, yeah. there are opportunities for coaches to work with individuals through that whole process before and after mm-hmm. divorce, not just specifically within divorce, which I think right. also is an interest of a lot of professionals. Well, agreed. I think that, um, you know, I think mediators can see the the value of that, of not having somebody come in at DEFCON 5 and then try to negotiate an agreement, mm-hmm. yep. right? 
And, you know, the same for attorneys, you've got somebody that, that comes in with unreasonable expectations, right? All those things, they are the amygdala we uh, have talked about. I, I nickname her Amy, the <laughs> amygdala or that lizard brain that tells us everything in the world is scary and we should do fight or flight mm-hmm. or fawn or freeze, but usually it's fight and high conflict divorce, Right. Um, and so then the attorney is dealing with this person who has their claws out mm-hmm. or is crying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And for them to have the opportunity to, to work with someone like that before they make the decision. Yeah. Right. Or right away, as soon as they're served or as soon as that announcement is made to them and help calm those fears. I yeah. think everybody is seeing what that could do for the divorce process in general, people are really realizing what personal support can do for people. Yeah. To really change the face of divorce, Mm -hmm. right? How divorce, we know divorce happens, right? The statistics of divorce happen. And, and there's lots of reasons why divorce happens, right? A lot of this is, you know, in, in to the practice is really supporting a kinder, gentler experience for individuals, right? Allowing the opportunity to see that there are opportunities, right? I, you know, I, I love to talk about Gwyneth and Chris, you know, the Paltrow Martins who, who really came out in the forefront of saying, you know, in this conscious uncoupling process that we can choose to still respect and regard each other as parents in our family and the work that we're going to continue to do together and choose to not be married to one another, Right, you right. know, and, and redefining family, right. I, moving past this, the way we never were the stereotypical thought process in terms of what family should look like. Right. Right. So compare and contrast that to, you know, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in the yeah. news right now. And, yeah. you know, the personal information that's coming out in their trial Ugh, and the so accusations so that are being thrown back and forth. And, Horrific on it's public display on public display. I mean, how humiliating for both of them Yeah, because, you know, in any marriage, mm-hmm. all of us have behaved badly. Yeah. I would not want my bad behavior put on the stand. I've yelled, I've screamed, I've acted out of character who hasn't. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, absolutely. Nobody, nobody wants that. And I'll tell you who doesn't want that. Most of all, your children do not need to see that. Yeah. Your children do not need to know all the details of your bad behavior. Yeah, it's it, it, the the children are the ones that are most impacted. Nobody right. was there the saying shrapnel always hits your kids. Yeah, nobody has ever died from divorce. Well, you know, in theory, the the process of divorce. Um, but the individuals that have a very difficult time recovering, right? The mm-hmm. impacts that are that extends well past their childhood years, right? Impacts future relationships, how they manage and handle conflict, what they've seen, what they've experienced is is shared, 
right? Okay. So yeah, absolutely. So the expanse so. of individuals entering the field, you know, I applaud. And it makes me very excited about, you know, the progress of the field, the the vital role divorce coaches play. Um, and, and I am a huge fan. I welcome all to the field, uh, you know, and, and making it more professionally recognized and how that role is significant and recognized amongst other divorce professionals, because they're the divorce coach plays a really impactful role in supporting families, alternative dispute resolution processes, and help people move forward in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, you know, again, that kind of, yeah, it aligns with our core value, right? Of generosity. We're not in competition with other divorce professionals. We believe we are adding value and that it helps everybody do their job better. It helps the mediator do their job better. It helps the attorney serve the client better. Yes. Right. It's, yeah. it's all about generosity and it's about the client. So. Yeah. And, and, Credentials, credentials, credentials. Yes. Uh, Deb and I, we share, uh, like I said, I welcome all uh, individuals and professionals into the space of divorce coaching, but the relevance of standard of practice, right? The education, the professional growth and development. And and that's what we're also invested in at Divorce Coaches Academy, right? Absolutely. People have the information that they need and the credentials and professional qualifications behind them to ensure that they are best serving clients in this space. Absolutely. Amen. Preach. (laughs) We'll be back to preach again next week. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.